of independent thought my name is desmond price no matter where you are in the world i want to thank you for giving me a few minutes of your day to hear my thoughts as always we have a great show for you today now here are our topics hello everyone welcome to another episode of independent thought my name is desmond price for those of you who are longtime listeners, I usually have a really nationally based conversation when it comes to politics. But as I've told a lot of you, I am a resident of Missoula, Montana. So with that being said, today's episode is focused more on the local politics of the Missoula community. And to that end, we have a guest with us by the name of Daniel Carlino. Daniel was actually the first official guest of the Independent Thought Podcast a year ago today. Uh, if you're interested in listening to that episode, go check that out back from my second season, self-titled Daniel Carlino. Uh, Daniel, welcome back to Independent Thought. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me back, Desmond. I'm honored to have been the first guest on here. Um, feels really good. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, at the time, I wasn't really even sure if I was going to be having guests on the podcast, but I, mm. I, I feel like we got connected somehow. I, I forget exactly if I reached out to you first or you reached out to me, but uh, you were on to talk about your campaign at that time. So uh, yeah, just thank you again for coming on to the podcast. Now, for the purposes of today's episode, you are here because you are running for office in Missoula. Tell everyone what office you are running for. Right. Yeah, I'm running for city council here in Missoula in Ward 3, which is the university district uh, here at University of Montana in the riverfront area and our slant streets. Okay. And, you know, like before we dive into all the questions about, you know, what exactly you're running on and, you know, who you're running against, I thought it would be good just for everyone to be who is listening to kind of get to know you a little bit better. So we're going to start off with some personal questions. Sounds great. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, when you're not, you know, working or running for your campaign, like what kind of activities do you do here in the community here in Missoula? Um, well, I'm really passionate about uh, working on um, different campaigns with activist groups in Missoula. Um, I helped start the Sunrise Movement here where we work to stop climate change and we organize like protests and like big community events and things. So I have really been enjoying doing that, but really anything that gets me outside, I love. Um, and, you know, the, it finally hit spring here in, in Montana after a long w winter. So I'm happy, like, to be out hiking and biking and, uh, you know, getting to snowboard this past winter. And really just anything outside, um, you know, really gets, you know, gets my blood boiling and gets me excited. So, um, you know, I love just having our river through our town and just being surrounded by mountains. Yeah, you know, I mean, for those who are not familiar with Montana, um, well, Missoula particularly is like outdoor candy land. I mean, there mm -hmm. is so many things to do in this community. Um, for those of you who have never been here before, um, definitely, you know, you should come by and check out our community at some point in time. Uh, so, you know, besides activities that you do here in the community, where are some of your favorite places to eat in Missoula? Favorite places to eat? Um, are, you know, I really am into different 
ethnic foods, you know, the lack, you know, we have at least a few here in Missoula, but I've been really liking masala lately, which oh, is a nice yes. um, yeah, Indian restaurant downtown. And then um, I've really been liking all the food trucks, you know, we've got a different like Arabian foods and, um, and uh, there's a chicken truck and different things like that. So, uh, you know, there's a chicken, there's a food truck um, tracker here in Missoula on Instagram that I've been enjoying. And then I was you'll just, just going to say, yes, <laughs> the, the food truck locator of Missoula, it is a very, very great resource. Everyone should follow it. Um, but, you know, kind of like, um, you know, as we start to get into the questions about why you're running for city council here. Uh, the last question I want to ask you on, on a personal level, where do you get your news from? Like, cause you know, I, I know that in time of unfortunately hyper like partisanship, you know, everyone has like their own set of like, I guess you would unfortunately call them facts. So where do you get most of your news from when you're trying to stay informed of what's going on in the world? Yeah. The n news is so tricky nowadays. Um, you never know like what money or what people are behind each news sources. So I try to be very skeptical, but um, you know, I mostly try and uh, listen to and watch uh, like grassroots funded news sources that don't have big money behind them. So I like like YouTube shows like uh, Rising on the Hill that I know you also like Desmond and uh, The Rational National um, on YouTube. And you know, other things that, um, that really just kind of dive into some of the corruption in politics and, and just kind of are on the side of everyday people. Um, and locally, I've been liking uh, the, the Missoula Current, I think is, you know, a little bit better than the Missoulian um, as far as just being unbiased and things. So I like the Missoula Current. Um, and I also like the Montana Post for, uh, it's all about Montana politics news. So yeah, I usually, you know, watch, watch the news every morning pretty much on YouTube just to try and stay up to date on everything that's going on and, you know, read whatever new articles are going on locally. Yeah, no, th those are, those are some of the great places to get news from, by the way. I, I can't stress that enough. In fact, for those who have been listening to me for a while, I have on multiple occasions um, told everyone that I think my favorite show is Rising on the Hill as well uh, with Crystal and Sagar. I feel like their their show is my just number one source of news. I feel like mm -hmm. it's just broken down incredibly well. Um, and also, the Rational National, great place to find news. I actually just used a, a clip from, you know, uh, David Dole's show on my most recent episode. Uh, but with all that being said, let's get right down to it. You are here because you are running for city council. So mm -hmm. the most important thing that I want to ask you is why are you running for city council? Like what was the motivation for you to say, okay, I need to run for city council? Yeah, well, I think there's you know, the main motivation has been just watching all the hurt and um, with the economic um, crisis that's going on uh, caused by this pandemic. And just really all the crises that were facing us before that have just been exasperated um, after the pandemic. So in Missoula, we've got a housing crisis where, where we're not sure if we can find our next place to rent. Um, and there's uh, uh, people are being bought out of their homes for Airbnbs by Airbnbs and not being able to afford housing. and um, that's a big issue for me. And then as well as just wanted to take action on the climate crisis at the scale that we need to in the time that we have. Um, but, you know, the big turning point for me was over the summer when we were watching the movement and uh, being part of the movement for black lives in, in the United States. And here in Missoula, people are out there protesting like every day for months um, and asking for changes to our city's budget, asking the mayor and city council 
to um, fulfill what our community wants uh, as far as you know creating um, new emergency response teams and uh, you know investing in drug treatment centers and in investing in housing in our community and really trying to uplift um, people's basic needs in Missoula. And after all the protests and thousands of comments to our city council mayor um, about what we would like to see for our community, they were all just completely ignored um, in the city's budget. And uh, they doubled down on same old uh, what they've always been doing. And um, if we keep voting for what we've, the same people over and over, we're gonna keep getting what we've always had. And um, over time, these half measures of trying to take action on our environment or housing crisis have really just um, allowed it to get worse and worse over time. So I'm running to make sure that we've got bold, brave solutions to all these issues um, that, that we have somebody on council, on city council that will listen to our activists and listen to our community and really be willing to take big strides forward and be willing to introduce uh, bold solutions to the issues that we all are facing. So I really just wanna be um, an extension of our activist community on there. And whenever people are speaking out for change in our community, I want to be on there, not just to vote, but to introduce like bold solutions to these problems and you know fulfill what our community is asking for. Yeah, absolutely. and. That is a really just, you know, like great points you were just hitting on just now. I, I like a lot of people, you know, like understand certain terms that are, you know, thrown around when we're talking about politics, city council, mayor's office, so on and so forth. And, and I'm sure that we all have like a, a loose, you know, like idea of what exactly these bodies do. But I know that me personally, and I know quite a lot of people I've talked to this about, sometimes the specifics aren't really known. So could you tell me specifically, what does the city council actually have authority over? Like, what do you have the power to control in our community if you were to be elected? And what do the current occupants have control over? Right. Yeah. In, in Missoula, um, the city council uh, create, gets to create uh, our local laws, which are city ordinances. Um, this could go from anything to changing the way that we're zoning our housing to putting a law in that will you know, further protect our rivers and protect our environment. So laws, and then they also get to uh, make amendments and help um, the mayor's office make the city budget, which is about uh, $200 million a year. And that, you know, that shows the budget is um, really just uh, all of the tax money put together. And that's, which should um, show what our community wants. It should show our priorities for our community. So local laws, budget, and then also approving developments. Um, if there's going to be a request for, you know, a big hotel to, you know, be built downtown or any or anywhere in um, land that the city owns, that's going to need the city council's approval. So we've got our city ordinances, um, our city budget, and then the approving developments are the three uh, main duties of the city council. Okay. Okay. So th thank you for explaining that because, you know, I, sometimes I know like personally, like, I don't, I don't want to feel like stupid asking that question, but it's oh, like, sure. yeah. you know, like I, I think some of these, you know, just like minute details, which are very important are some of the things mm -hmm. that we just don't know. We don't always know exactly what we're voting for you know, right. when this comes to up when, when this comes up rather. So let me just get to the question that I feel like is the most important one to ask anyone running for, you know, for any kind of office in our town right now. The housing crisis, 
that is dominating everyone's train of thought. Um, when I reached out and asked other people here in the community uh, about the fact that I was going to be having a local politicians on to my podcast, every single person asked me if I would bring up this issue. So uh, I could imagine it's affecting you know all of us, you know, yeah. especially you and I as renters and. Um, yeah, it's, you know, it's not a problem that anybody could escape. It's just one of our basic needs. So. Right. It, it really is. And as, you know, and as rent keeps going up and wages are kind of staying the same, you know, the number one question is obviously, you know, what would you do specifically if you were on the city council? What would you do to address the housing crisis? Yeah, well, we need to, um, we can't just build our way out of this problem by approving more and more housing without having regulations in place that ensure that we're gonna have affordable housing and housing that people feel secure at and can't be kicked out of their homes at any moment. So we need more regulations as well as while we're building more housing in Missoula. And you know, the big thing that I'm pushing for is inclusionary zoning in Missoula. And basically, in a just inclusionary zoning would require all new developer, all new housing developments uh, to have at least, I'm proposing 30% of all new housing developments to be set aside for affordable for low income Missoulians. So this is how we're going to be able to take part of the housing market off of the free market where people can just keep bringing up the prices as, as, as um, supply and demand works. But this will actually secure at least a third of the new houses and new homes in Missoula um, to be affordable for people that are making minimum wage and affordable for people that aren't making a living wage. So that's really important um, to me is inclusionary zoning. But um, I've got a pretty long list of things, but another you know top couple things for me, um, there was, I believe over a thousand people who were sitting on housing vouchers uh, that applied to them in Missoula that uh, didn't get approved last year. And that's been a common theme. So can, people are- Can you explain really quickly, what exactly is a housing voucher? Yeah, so a housing voucher is a request to um, to have subsidized housing where you would have part of your housing paid for or um, by the government. And and over a thousand people who asked for that in Missoula last year, thousand households um, weren't able to get what they were asking for. They were asking for assistance with a basic need like housing, and they were just still sitting on the voucher list, um, which could go on for years. Okay. So I would like to. You do everything that we can to, you know, fulfill those needs for people and, and, you know, work with our state and federal government if we can to um, bring more funding in for housing since we're in a housing crisis here. Um, and along with that, uh, there's an affordable housing trust fund in Missoula, um, which was another one of the requests of uh, protesters this past year was asking for city council and the mayor to uh, fully fund the affordable housing trust fund. I think the request that people were asking for was at least to the million dollar mark with our budget. So I would like to, I mean, you know, fund that as much as we can um, definitely at least get past that million dollar mark. And that will help uh, uh, relieve people from rent and mortgages that they can't pay in Missoula. So, so fully funding the affordable housing trust fund. And then I want to put, uh, well, we need to put limits on Airbnbs and vacation rentals in Missoula because um, people have been, entire apartment complexes have been bought out by Airbnbs in Missoula. And right now our local laws allow this to happen. And people have been removed from their rentals 
told that they have to leave because somebody wants to come make more profits off of this by having a vacation rental so they can charge more day per day. And that's driving I mean, the more that we have those of, of Airbnbs and vacation rentals in town, the less um, people are able to have uh, ha housing in town. So it's been a pretty big problem, especially that, that these, uh, that people are able to just be forced out of their homes because somebody wants to, you know, buy that. So putting a limit on Airbnbs and changing our um, regulations around those as well is big for me. And then um, I also want to just reform um, our TIF spending, which is tax increment financing spending, um, just to make sure that uh, more, make sure that, you know, our unnecessary spending is not going towards big businesses, but rather going towards housing. So when we have extra tax revenue, we cannot be given it out to things that aren't investing in our community. So I want to reform our tax increment financing spending to also have at least 50% of it go towards housing. Um, and that's, that's a decent list to start, but I've got more on the campaign website of ways we can tackle the housing crisis as well. Okay, so you're coming to, you know, this situation with plenty of different ideas that you believe that, you know, can address the crisis itself. And so obviously, right. with that being said, there are multiple different ways that we can go about it. And the question that I feel like, you know, that I have, and I'm sure that other people do have is what exactly is being done about it right now? But we're actually going to get to that in one second after we take a quick break. So stick right with us and we'll be right back with more with Daniel Carlino.